interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. Yeah, we'll do a couple behind the wheel here before we get to the island and do some Whidbey Island 911. How about a student driver that gets a speeding ticket? But it's not the student driver's fault. A driving instructor was fined hundreds of euros after his 17-year-old student was caught speeding on Tuesday on the A2 over in, uh, I believe it's in England. Uh, no, it's in Australia. Um, and so the, the, the student is in there, 17 years old, taking the driver's test. Police stopped the car for going 154 kilometers in a 130-mile-an-hour zone. And the car was noted as swerving and remaining unnecessarily in the left-hand lane for an extended period of time. When the cops started to get the story from the driver's side window, the instructor explained to the cop he was showing the student that speeding doesn't save very much time. I was teaching the kid a lesson that speeding doesn't actually save you time. The cop said, I'm not falling for that. The guy received a fine of 334 euros for speeding and another 240 for driving unnecessarily in the left-hand lane. Let me also try to put this car on two wheels to show you that it's not as fun as you think being on two wheels. So that was too fast. And I'm going to drink to the point of excess, and then we're going to get behind them. And you're going to see just how Mm. scary that could be. I'm going to show you firsthand. So they were driving too fast. And then an overnight slow speed chase in Sacramento ended near a neighborhood and went on to a bike trail Monday morning. And this guy was uh, taken into custody for evading, resisting arrest and vandalism. The slow speed chase unfolded just before midnight when officers saw a forklift going down one of the main roads in central Sacramento. They tried to make a stop, but the forklift driver continued. And... um, Here's the officer radioing in his uh, his questions and concerns about the forklift. The guy driving a forklift that's blocked out in the roadway. Yeah, he's clearly not going to stop. So I guess we'll just call it a pursuit. I'm going about 10 miles an hour. What's the industry standard runtime for a full propane tank on a forklift? Not very long. Yeah, he says, I'm going about 10 miles an hour, so you can it call it propane, a huh? pursuit. Huh. And then he says, what's the industry standard runtime on a full propane tank for a forklift? And they say, eh, not very long. And it wasn't very long till he ran out. And sure enough, they hauled him in on a uh, stolen forklift. Might not even be enough to get you across the Deception Pass Bridge where we're going. The calls you are about to hear are true. Yes, sir. Really? Yes, sir. No, really. It's Whidbey Island 911. Here's Brad and John. All right, son, the party's over. Let's have that grenade. And here's a classic edition of Whidbey Island 911. These are some of the real calls the authorities out there have to deal with. Let's begin Friday, February 1st, 109 p.m. Ernst Street parking lot. 911 caller says... Someone just raised their voice to me. Friday, February 1st, 3.47 p.m., Regatta Drive. 911 caller says, I have ongoing issues with people who don't know how to drive around here. Saturday, February 2nd, 8.54 a.m., Kathleen Drive. 911 caller says, 
There's an injured rabbit in my yard. Monday, February 4th, 12.49 p.m., Highway 20. 911 caller says, get me the police. There's something in my couch that I did not put there. Tuesday, February 5th, 5.06 p.m., 8th Avenue. 911 caller says, someone rang my doorbell this morning. And finally, Sunday, February 3rd, 10.44 a.m., Fairhaven Drive. 911 caller says, send someone over here. I have gone completely cuckoo. I'll call the office, get a couple of black and whites up here to take them in.